Welcome to Becoming the Vision with GB the Trainer, a podcast to encourage and inspire you to challenge your current mindset to get more out of life. Together, we will make the connection between mind, body, and soul. And now, here's your host, GB the Trainer. Yo, guys, what's going on? It's your boy, GB, man. I appreciate you guys for rocking with me yet another week on Becoming the Vision, where we talk about who you need to become in order to have the things that you desire. And, uh, man, as always, I appreciate your time and attention um, because it's it's valuable, man. It's a a high currency out there. You know, everything can distract you or or pull you away. And, you know, you're spending these couple of minutes Monday morning with your boy. And I I appreciate that. And it does not go... uh, unnoticed and unloved man so appreciate you guys for the growth and the sharing of the show um my goal is to reach as many people and to empower um people to reach this high level um you know their greatest self and so um you know i kind of wanted to talk about that today because i think that i think people actually desire to be great right um at least physically and mentally But I think there are a lot of things that kind of get in the way, whether it's doubts, whether it's just like lack of clarity or whatever it may be. And so what I want to talk about today was hate or vision. Right. And the reason I I characterize it as this or labeled as this is because humans do things either to move away from pain, get away from it or to um, pursue pleasure. Right. That's literally the only two reasons we do anything. Right. And when it comes to your mind and it comes to your body. Um, I think a lot of people are lost on this, which is why you will look around and you'll see a lot of guys, especially former athletes that are just overweight, like they're a complete shell of what they used to be. Right. Um, And what I wanted to do was kind of break that down today, you know, kind of explaining, you know, my story, my journey and how that kind of happened, you know, briefly and then kind of, you know, tie it all together for you. So you, you get a clearer understanding of what's going on. And hopefully this is help, you know, drive you to where you're trying to go. But you know, uh, I was very blessed, very fortunate, played high school football, played college football, um, Sam Houston State, played uh, pro in arena for a couple of years, for about five or six years, um, which was really great. And so I had an amazing career. And throughout this time, um, it was not hard to train, right? Like, and, and most of you listening to this, um, you're, you're some sort of former athlete or maybe you were in the military prior. And so you know what it's like to train for an upcoming event, right? Either a game, uh, you have your coaches, you have your teammates, there's a cute girl in the stands that you're trying to impress. Um, in the military, obviously, you have to stay ready, be battle ready, because, you know, so many things can go on. And the reason I, I kind of relate military and, and former athletes is because those tend to be most of my clientele because in the, they're the same way in a way, right? And, you know, when it comes down to it, it was not hard to train. Like you'd go out in the sun, you'd lift the weights, you'd run, you'd do the sprints. And the side effect of that was that your body looked and felt great. You probably felt and looked your best that you've ever felt in your life. Right. And then what tends to happen is, you know, what, what happened with me, at least, is that once I got done playing football, I went through this period of like a year and a half where I was really lost. Right. Like I would go into the gym, but it was hard for me to put in the right amount of intensity into the workout. Right. Because the, the thing that kept echoing in my head, I'm sure, as with you, if you've been struggling, you know, to get in shape is what am I doing this for? Like, what's the point? <laughs> you know, there, there's no there's no goal right? Your games are gone, right? You don't, if you're retired out of the military, there's no reason for you to stay in shape per se, right? And when you remove that target or you remove this, um, the thing that is pulling you, 
you tend to go into the spiral. And I just remember um, that I, I went into that, like, you know, and I was kind of lost and I was like, well, why am I even at the gym? What kind of workouts do I need to do now? Like, you know, like, do I really want to squat this heavy anymore? Like, do it like, do I really want to go out there like and do any type of running? Like, what is it that I want to do? And I, and I found myself lost. And then I looked up and I was about 20 pounds overweight. And I remember um, my, uh, my girlfriend, my wife now, right? <laughs> she laid on my chest and uh, she pushed it. And she was like, hmm, it's kind of soft. And, you know, that's to a guy, especially a former athlete, that's like calling us fat. It's like, it's like a man calling a woman fat. Like, what the hell do you mean? Like, <laughs> you know, what do you mean soft? Right. And then, so like, you know, I, I kind of, I stood up and, you know, well, you know, after we watched the movie or whatever, and I, and I went into the bathroom and I kind of looked at myself in the mirror and I'm looking at myself and I have love handles and my chest has gone down and I just, I look completely different from what I had been imagining in my head because I had always seen myself as an athlete. Right. And I just remember looking at myself and just having this deep sense of like, what the hell? Like, what are you what are you doing? Right. Like, ugh. I like it, it was like a, a frustration. And it was also like a. Um, man, I it was just like, dude, what are you doing? Like, this is embarrassing. Right. And so I ended up hitting the gym and, you know, but the reason I hit the gym is because there was a pain there. Right. There was there was something that I hated. I hated that reflection that I saw in the mirror because that reflection, what it actually signified to me was mediocrity. Right. I had I was slowly slipping into uh, becoming the guy that used to be right. The guy that used to be an athlete. And like now you have like the dad bod and I wasn't even the dad at the time. Like, you know, and you're looking at you're just like, what the hell? And I, and I never wanted to become that guy. And in, I hadn't realized that I was becoming that guy until you know, my wife said that to me. And then when I looked at it, there was such a hate for what I saw. Like, it wasn't like a body dysmorphia thing, but it was definitely like, a, like, a, like, what the fuck are you doing? Right? This isn't you. Like, get your shit together. Right? Like, what are you doing? And then so that was enough for me to start the journey back into getting into shape. Right? And the, the title of the podcast of Hate or Vision right, is because humans will move for one of two reasons, to move away from pain or to pursue pleasure, right? And then so for a lot of times, pain is enough to get you moving, right? So like if you're the type of guy, you're, you're a former athlete, you used to be something, you used to feel like, you know, great, you used to like love how you looked, you used to have real confidence, not a fabricated confidence that you pull from other areas in your life, like, oh, I make money, or I have a beautiful wife, or I'm a great dad. It's like, no, like we're just keeping in the category of body and health like are you are you are you owning up to your best like are you pursuing that constantly right and so where a lot of guys fall short is that the pain isn't painful enough right and what i mean by that is that you will get frustrated by what you see in the mirror but you won't really do a whole lot about it and you won't really do a whole lot about it because one you're kind of okay with it. And the reason you're okay with it is because if you look around, your environment really sucks, right? Like your environment is conducive to you being the washed up former athlete kind of guy, right? I mean, look at the five guys, look at the next five guys that you see, right? Like they're not really demanding, you know, unspokenly that you need to raise your level, right? It's different. Like if you're, if you're standing with, you know, 10 guys that are completely out of shape and you're a little bit better than they are, 
there is not a whole lot of motivation, like an, an external motivation, at least, right? It's like your environment sucks. So there's no reason for you to really drive, right? And then so when I talk about hate, right, I had a spark to get myself back together because I hate mediocrity. Like I hate it. I cannot stand it in any way, right? And I believe that the way you look is like the first sign of it, right? The way you look physically tells me if you are okay with mediocrity or you're not, right? And what I mean by that is that your body is the one thing that you can control. What goes in your mouth, whether you go to the gym or not, like that is the one thing in this world that you can control and your shit is just like all messed up. 25, 30, 40 pounds overweight, right? And so for a lot of you, you don't hate it enough because you're you're telling yourself you're not that bad. You're telling yourself your wife, you know, my wife loves me, my kids adore me, right? I have money in the bank, I'm successful in my career. And so you don't really hate it. It's not a, it's not a strong enough mover for you, right? And so if that hate isn't there, right? If you, if you can't, if you don't hate the mediocrity, right? Then you have to switch over to some sort of vision. What is it that you're pursuing, Right? Like, and the way that you do this is, you know, I'll give you an example of, we've all heard the story of, you know, the, the guy growing up and he got it out the mud, right? Like he is, you know, he, he, he lived with his mom and 14 other brothers in one room and they had to rough it. And he was so pissed. He was that he, he went hungry and he was cold at night and he got clowned at school and all this other stuff went on that it, it fueled him to become a professional athlete because he told himself that he would never be broke like this again. He would never go hungry again. His mother would never suffer like she did before. I'm gonna buy you a house, mom, right? And we, we know that that's a powerful enough driver for most young men to drive into becoming a professional athlete. Now, the problem that happens is that what will happen from there is they will land the big contract. This isn't everybody, right? But I'm just characterizing and, I, and I'm tying all of this into your, your health, how you look, how you feel, right? Because, you know, they have enough pain as rocket fuel to get them where they're trying to go. But as soon as they get that contract and, you know, we, we all talk about it, how their, their play falls off. They just fall off the map or they start acting crazy, like not being the hard worker that they used to be, their play falls off, like, and they just go off into the abyss, right? Why is that? And the reason is, is because they solved the pain. They solved what they hated, right? And so the game wasn't necessarily what they loved. They just hated where they were at. And then so once you solve that by giving them X amount of millions of dollars, you take away their motivation. It's different from those that when, you know, when you talk about the greats, Right. Yeah. We, they solved their financial problems, but they switched. It doesn't matter how many Super Bowls they win, how many MVPs they win, how many titles they win. It does not matter. They keep driving because there's this vision of greatness. Right. There's this vision to see what they can become for you. If you're struggling to lose weight, if you've told yourself three months, six months, two years, 12 years, whatever. Uh, yeah, I just need discipline. I know what to do. I just need to do it. I used to be an athlete. I know how to train. I know how to work out. And your ass is still in the same spot. Or you lost 30 pounds and then gained back 40. You need to listen to this, right? You need to understand, right, that either you're driven by an absolute hate of the mediocre guy that you have started to look like and become, the example that you're setting for your children, if that isn't enough to drive you, I'm not saying that you have to use it, right? 
If that isn't enough to drive you, you have got to switch over into a vision. What is it going to be like or how is your life going to change once you become the most elite version of yourself, once you become that dude, once you become the guy that, you know, all the other husbands look at it and like, God, oh. you know, all the other wives are like, man, I wish my husband looked like that. Your wife loves you. Your, your kids look at you like super dad. Right. Because not only do you speak the part of going after everything and being everything that you can, like you physically exude it. Right. Like you are physically that dude. How does this affect your life? You know, a lot of times what happens in our, in our program is that guys will come in and they think they're making a lot of money. Right. Or they're making X amount of money. But when they get their mind in line, aligned with how their body needs to look, everything else elevates. Everything, without fail. Every single person that comes into our program that locks in their mindset, that changes their body, the other areas of their life drastically improve even if they already thought it was as good as it could be, right? And for you, for you to have a vision, you have to envision why it's important for you to show up and be your fucking best. If you cannot envision that, if you tell yourself, I just need to lose a couple pounds and, you know, like, what, what will happen if you don't? Like, what's the consequence of you not? Like, does it piss you off? If it doesn't piss you off, it's not going to work, right? Because a lot of guys that I talk to will say, hey, you know, I just need to lose a couple pounds. And they're so nonchalant about it. Like, it's like, that's why you're not really getting, because you're not really in pain per se, right? Like you may not like how you look and feel, but your surroundings, your environment, the other guys that you're around allow you to stay mediocre. Your wife and children allow you to stay mediocre because they love you, right? And then so like, it's hard to draw from a pain unless you just physically look at yourself and then you relay that back to who you used to be, right? Because nobody wants to be the washed up dude that, that has been the guy that used to be. Right. Think about when you were young, when you were an athlete, when you played like we hated talking to those guys that used to tell us what they used to be and who they they could do all this. And we were like, man, get out of my face. It's like a lack of respect. It's like, yeah, you used to be that, but you're not anymore. Why are you talking about that? Why are you living in your past? Why aren't you doing it now? Right. And then so from there, guys, like if if you can't pull from that pain of looking at yourself in the mirror and just being like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, how did like, why am I here? and I need to do something about this, then you need to shift to what, how is this going to affect my life? If I pursue this greatest version of myself, how will my life change? And you need to get so clear on this, so clear. You know, the last example I'll give you is this is why, you know, if you're going to buy a car, and I've shared this before, um, but if, on other episodes, but if you're going to buy a car, one of the things that the car salesman does is he puts you in the vehicle. He makes you test drive it. He's making you test drive it because it's one thing to tell you about it, right? It's one thing to say, oh, this car is great. and da, 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 da. It's another thing to sit in the seat, to feel this, how the seats feel, to feel the acceleration, to hear the engine roar, to feel the steering wheel, to see the, you know, the dash and how it looks completely like brand new from the old crap that you have, right? It elicits an internal desire, right? Now you're looking at it like, man, I got to have this car. Why does it work so well? Because it's a vision. Like when, you are, when you're able to put yourself in that vision, it, it creates like a motivation, right? It, it, it draws you to it. It'll pull you, right? This is that vision of greatness that athletes seek, right? The ones that are great. They want to be great. Money isn't like enough. Trophies aren't enough. Like they want to be the best. They want to be great. 
It's what pulls them, right? This is why they can't stop studying film. This is why they can't stop training. This is why they can't stop trying to, like this pursuit of great because they have locked themselves into this vision of who they're trying to be. And so for you, in order for you to become this guy, you have to lock yourself into the vision of how your life is going to change. Like, Get vivid with it as if you were test driving this car because the cool thing is that your brain does not know the difference between reality and what's imagined. And so if you were to sit and meditate on this and see, man, how, like, how would I feel? Like really, how would I feel in pursuit of this? Right? You can create a motivation like you've never seen before. It creates a desire. Now you don't have to rely on discipline and motivational tapes and all this other shit. Like you, you just wake up and you get shit done because that's like you, you can't not get it done. Like that pull is so strong, bro, right? And, you know, this is one of the things that we teach inside of Virtus on like how do you elicit this desire to become great? Because honestly, like pain is hard to pull from because of your environment. Now, if you level up and you get into a program like ours and you're in this program and you're surrounded by other people who are winning, what are you going to do? You're going to fucking win. Like you're, you're like, you're going to raise your level of expectation in life. It's just what happens, man. And so guys, if you're, if you're looking to get in the absolute best shape of your life, I'm telling you hate or vision, you either hate so much where you are, how you look, how you feel, how far you've let yourself fall off, or you have such a strong, powerful vision of what it's going to fucking be like when you become this great version of yourself, the highest version of yourself that you could possibly be mentally and physically. Like if you can lock into that, I promise you, you'll have all the motivation and desire that you'll ever need, right? If you need help locking this in, I tell you to go to virtuscollective.com, V-I-R-T-U-S. Um, there's a short little application on there. Fill out the information. Um, and it, yes, you are applying to work with us. Um, answer the questions there to the best of your ability. And um, let's see if we can help you right? Like, let's see if we can get you back to where you're trying to go or where you're, who you used to be and then greater. Like, stop living in the past. Let's create the most elite version of yourself now. Like, what is your life going to be like once that happens, man? Like, truly imagine it. So other than that, man, I appreciate you guys for rocking with me yet another week. And uh, until next, next time, peace.